0: who know what they're talking about, and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? Welcome to Monday Munchies Special Edition. On this episode, we will actually be discussing how the COVID-19 and food delivery apps are not playing nicely with restaurants. Uh, This is definitely an interesting situation where people are not allowed to eat in restaurants at this time during COVID-19 especially here in Chicago. So I sat down with Kang Sisivath of Strange Foods Chicago, who has some insights on food delivery apps uh, for services as consumers and for the restaurant themselves. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this fantastic conversation with Kang Sisivath. So today we're sitting down with Kang Sisivath of Strange Foods Chicago. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. Awesome. So right now, uh, we're in the middle of COVID-19. we actually both here in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, What is the issue at hand that's been the struggle between restaurants and food delivery apps?
1: Well, the issue at hand is people are thinking that the the delivery apps are helping the restaurants with all these ads they're putting out. Uh, They're saying to support your local business. Right. So they're putting all these ads out, Grubhub. Uh, just Grubhub in particular, um, the other, uh, uh, DoorDash and Uber Eats, they're a little, bit less, a little bit more lenient on the fees. But right now, they're actually not helping the restaurant. In fact, even on pre-COVID-19, they were still taking a lot of money and restaurants were barely making a profit. And now with this COVID-19 shutdown... This is like a goldmine for delivery apps like uh, Grubhub and online ordering. So they're taking full advantage of it. And um, they came out first of a couple months ago about waiving commission fees. But what they don't tell the customer is the restaurants have to eventually pay that back at the end. So it's not like waiving like how insurance companies send you a check right? You know, just for all the premium that you've been paying. So no, they are actually making restaurants pay that back if they choose to. You know, if they choose that you know, the percentage that they take. So now the percentage that the restaurants, um, the uh, Grubhub takes depends on what the restaurant buys monthly. They could buy a 10% package, 15%, or 25, 30% package.
0: That's of the order fee?
1: The commission fees. This is the commission fees. So then when um, when they deliver, now when they use Grubhub delivery, Mm -hmm. that percentage goes up more. So it costs them even more to use uh, the drivers of the Grubhub. If they use their own drivers, it's like a 10% fee, which they shouldn't even charge anyway. Right. You know, and you know, you you got your online ordering, and Grubhub says, "Yeah, support your local restaurant, order from us." You know, we'll bring traffic, but they're bringing only traffic to themselves. Mm. Where, where c- customers are gonna conveniently order online because
0: that's what we're used to. So it's like paying a, a toll like yeah. on the highway. You can drive, you have to go put it through. So yeah. if I wanted to call a restaurant, or I, I was online and I went to order from an online restaurant and it goes through Grubhub, uh, they're paying a fee for me just to go through that even though they're fulfilling it. Yeah,
1: yeah. the whole, the whole th- uh, idea about this is to bring traffic to the restaurant, but it's actually doing the opposite. It's bringing traffic to Grubhub. Mm-hmm. And what Grubhub is trying to do is diminish the whole online presence of restaurants. And us as consumers, we're, we're so used to apps, we forget that restaurants have their own delivery drivers and their own online ordering platform on their website. So we're using, we're Googling Yelp, we're using Yelp, we're using um, Uber Eats, Grubhub. Mm. Now when you use Yelp, uh, when you call that number on Yelp, that number gets rerouted to Grubhub, which then Grubhub picks a percentage, and which then I think they pay Yelp.
0: I'm sorting that. Okay. Wow. Yeah.
1: So those are phone orders. So now we're talking another fee, phone fees. So phone order fees where a certain amount of time when a customer orders. If it passed a certain amount of seconds, the restaurant has to pay for it. And most most of the time they do, they pay because it it's gonna last more than a minute when you place an order. Yeah. You know. So you got those fees, and then another fee is you got your pay me now fees, which around, around this time restaurants need the money. To pay their rest, uh, to pay their employees, payment out fees mean you want the money right away, your 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 uh, profit right away from Grubhub, so that way you could pay employees. But that uh, that comes a co- uh, cost. Usually they get paid out at the end of the week or the end of the month. Okay. And when you do the payment out fees, it's a dollar per transaction. So you have like a hundred transaction. That's a hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, payment out fees. And another fee is, of course, your delivery fees, your processing fees, which is credit card. So that's. Normal there, your credit card
0: fee. So it's an odd conundrum because, yeah. like, no one wants to download like 15 apps, mm-hmm. but you also want to find other restaurants to eat at. Yeah. So you're kind of going to the convenience of it, and that's kind of why yeah. you, as a consumer, will pay the delivery fee from GrabHub et cetera. Yeah, but then you don't know that it's actually how much is actually taking from the restaurant as well. And I think to your point, it's really coming to. Uh, coming about about, people discussing it because restaurants can no longer rely on in-house diners like they don't have people sitting at the bar drinking ordering cocktails or coming into restaurants sitting there eating everything is delivery when 30% of that's taken by fees it's hard to survive
1: the whole idea of this interview is I want to spread the word for people just to take a little more time to find a restaurant right number and call them and order from them directly and use their online platform to order the food. It is more convenient with these apps. You can track your food, but during this time, if you want to help out with your restaurant and, you know, help them survive, then you order them directly. And the advantage of ordering direct from them, too, is you're using their drivers. So their drivers is the people they trust because they hire. Mm-hmm. So your, your $3 delivery fee goes to the driver, You tip goes to the driver, and then the profit goes to the restaurant. So, I mean, it's not as... User-friendly as if, if you were to use an app where you could track your food, you click a button, you order online, and you're all set. That is that is easier because we're so used to it. But, you know, like I said, around this during this time, you want to support your restaurant, and that's the best way to do it. And use their apps just to look through menus and look through, like, you know, like photos, see what you like, and then you, you want to close that down and then search their apps or their uh, uh, social media platform for their websites and their
0: number. A lot of people always joke that uh, Best Buy was just like the uh, the viewing area for buying stuff on Amazon. You go in, yeah. look at stuff, and then you go online and order from Amazon. Wow. I think like this kind of situation, like I get, you want your food looking split, but a lot of times you already know what you want, mm-hmm. and so you're, just, you're or you're doing research anyways. Yeah, it's totally worth it if you actually want to support local. Like I get, there's a lot nice. of restaurant groups and stuff like that, and they have money set aside for times like these. Yeah. But then it's just like if you really want to do your part in supporting, just go that extra mile, and then honestly, creating a connection with restaurant owners or restaurant workers definitely pays off in the end.
1: Yeah, you know, especially like like Amazon you mentioned, they the guy just became the first trillionaire, you know, and he's taking full advantage. But that's not not his fault. Mm-hmm. You know, he just people are just ordering more stuff. You know, and then here where you got Grubhub, you know, they're actually taking full advantage in a way by telling people to support them and keep putting ads up
0: mm-hmm.
1: to be honest grubhub is old technology uber eats is like facebook grubhub is myspace that's why they're talking i think they're talking merger uber eats is buying grubhub grubhub knows because they're they're, they're not stupid they're smart they know that you know they're on a decline because not many people use grubhub delivery more people like younger generations um they, I, like i do i stopped using grubhub because uber eats and doordash is a user friendlier uh, interface and it's a uh, it's a bit cheaper on the delivery fees and processing fees and all that see and that's another thing we're paying delivery fees and processing fees and so is the restaurant so these guys are getting money both ways you know that's the thing
0: and the thing is too like if you're going to actually take the time to order online it makes sense like support the restaurant as much as possible. Yeah. And if you're, if you're making Facebook posts about supporting local and all this crap, yeah. showing your food, actually go the extra mile yeah. to actually do that. And I get yeah. how businesses run. Like, you know, I'm a capitalist as well, but also, like, if it's, I mean, be the capitalist that costs of, of my friends' businesses because they just can't survive on, you know, 2% profit margins. they're paying yeah. infinite fees, you know, or, or half the time, you think about it, if I order from... A service like Grubhub, Uber Eats, or whatever. Do I really want my food sitting in the same bag or even car yeah. as someone else's? Yeah, like
1: could, and then they could. You don't trust your food. They, you know, they could eat it. They could lose it, spill it. At least with the uh, uh, the driver of the restaurant, those are their guys, and they represent that restaurant. They're the brand. So it, it would be you know a lot better than strangers delivering your food. Especially during this time, just encouraging people just to you know order directly from the restaurant, and it'll keep the cost down.
0: Do you think there's anything uh, um, apps, food delivery apps, can do to mitigate this, or are they kind of just trying to tread water and trying to take money wherever they can? What I want
1: them to do is uh, uh, just recently um, the mayor came out with a statement saying that they want to disclose all fees, so the consumer knows how Mm -hmm. much they're feeding. I mean that's great, but I don't think it's going to help the restaurant much. You know, the consumer sees it, oh, okay, this is what I pay, and, you know, if they decide not to use it because they see the fees, then great, but the majority of them, they're going to continue using it. So what you want to do is, uh, to solve this problem, I would suggest the city, you know, telling the delivery service, uh, letting them know, hey, you know, for now, waive commission fee during shutdown, you know, don't charge them at all, Yeah. you know, and then also, after shutdown's over, lower your fees a little bit. And drop a couple fees, drop the phone call fees, and or drop the pay me now fees. Keep you know processing fees, delivery fees, all that. But you know, be a little bit more lenient on these restaurants until they get on their feet, and you know, and maybe I, I think that's what Uber Eats is planning on doing. That's when they're buying when if they're gonna buy Grubhub. They're less. They they, they take less percentage commission than uh, Grubhub
0: does. Well, it's Uh, interesting because, well, so Uber is a publicly traded company, right? Yeah. And then, so Grubhub has investors that they need to keep happy. Yeah. And I've worked in the app world enough where it's like, you'll make money somehow, but then people want you to make more money because it's a new year. Yeah. So you have to start looking for different ways of revenue. You got to meet. And all those competitions out there, so how are you going to make more money, but what does it come at the cost of? Yeah. What's interesting to me is I think if you drop your fees uh, from a kind of a similar economic situation, more people will come to you opposed to less because yeah. your fees are cheaper if you're still getting similar ones. Yeah. But you also have companies like uh, Small Cheval who are only on Caviar, yeah. but opened up on DoorDash, I believe after uh, COVID hit. So, like, I walk, it's walking distance for me. Yeah. So, I just see the, the setups outside the door. But it, it's, it's interesting to tell to handle stuff like that, too. But, I if people want to support local. They don't want to always cook all the time. But I guess kind of, like, if you're going to go out and say you're supporting and actually do yeah. it correctly.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean no, Grubhub is not doing, they're not doing nothing illegal. They got to, they're a business. They got to mm-hmm. run a business, you know. But, I mean, during this time, they should be helping out, helping these restaurants who are making them money. Yeah. You know, on a 10% average profit margin, these restaurants, you know, you you can't really pay much with that. You, you have no room for error. Exactly. Yeah, you have no room for error. I mean, you got food costs, rent, you got utilities, and you got a $10 plate of Pad Thai. They take 30% of that. You're left with, you know, your food costs, and so you got to pay the driver, you got to pay, and then what are you left with? You know, so nothing.
0: If like you always wonder why restaurants have, like, shitty service sometimes or yeah. whatever. It's like well, it's hard to pay kind of high-quality yeah. workers when you're really making so much money.
1: Well, minimum, losing it, yeah. minimum wage is going up, and you can't raise food price because then people will get pissed. So, you know, I mean, the only way is with these third-party apps, just helping them out a little bit, dropping the fees. And uh, I, I, I myself didn't know how much they were taking, you know?
0: I would recommend they would do, like, I haven't looked at the economics of it, but like just, like, do like, better package deals. Yeah. Right? Like, they already do packages. Like, if you do between... I think, like, Square does stuff like this, yeah. too. Like, if you do between, like, 10000 and, like, $100,000 in transactions yeah. per month or something, you have this certain fee set. Yeah, If you do be. it between $100,000 and 300000 yeah. it, it's this fee set. Like, you're actually encouraged to do more through them. Uh-huh. And, like, economies of scale show that if they are doing more money through the company, it costs Grubhub less to operate it. Yeah. Like... Like, let's say it takes three phone people to answer the phones, right, for yeah. zero to one hundred k. But then it takes four people from one hundred k to two hundred k because it's the same kind of workload. Yeah.
1: Well, this uh, actually Grubhub is trying to help a restaurant, but they're thinking a different way of you know also helping themselves. They are coming up with this promotion where they'll give the restaurant two hundred fifty dollars, mm-hmm. right, if they sell eleven hundred dollars worth of you know food. Yeah. And but with their fees, they're going to end up taking 250 300 anyway. So in the end, they win. Yeah. You know, so that's just like trying to trick these restaurants and especially old school restaurants, you know, they don't know much about like how the digital marketing works. So they'll just agree, oh, okay, we'll sign up. You're going to help us bring traffic. And then next thing you know, Boom. All these
0: fees. You going to go for ten yeah. grand. Like this? You need yeah. a
1: lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't need a lawyer to look over through that. Even some people, I, I was going through statements and we were confused. He was confused. Like what is this? What's that? We're crunching numbers. Yeah. And that's and he actually just found out about like delivery fees what they charge him, even if he uses his driver. You know, if they order online through Grubhub and use his driver, he still has to pay delivery fees.
0: I get like you're paying to use the platform, yeah. but. I'm sure there's, like, other ways yeah, to I mean, for, for help to yeah, make money. They're just
1: trying to make sure these restaurants rely on only these third-party apps for, you know, just be the only online presence yeah. of these apps. That's their, their backbone. And, you know, I mean, like, just like how Uber killed the taxi cab. Mm-hmm. Airbnb, dropping hotel prices. It's, this is the same thing. But during this time, this is where people should, just you know, need to step up and just help, you
0: know. Yeah, like, for me... I, I, there's, like, maybe 20 walkable restaurants where I feel comfortable ordering food for takeout and then walking back to my place where yeah. it's still warm. Yeah. But that's not a lot of options. Like, I live in Chicago. I think of other people who have to have delivery, not really have to, but, like, high chance of having to have delivery because they, it's just what they need to do, and it, it is what it is. But, yeah, I mean...
1: Even even before this whole uh, COVID thing, yeah, uh, I have some friends call me. Hey, man, why did you order from Grubhub or Uber Eats? Just call call us directly. Now this is even before mm-hmm. you know this, and they still n- knew that it's you know more profitable if we call them. Yeah. you know, so you know, you think about it like that.
0: You know? Everyone says we're in it together, so like, put your money where your mouth is, and yeah. actually show it. Anything else you want to leave listeners with before no, I, we sign off?
1: No, I think that's it. Just um, I just want people just to take a t- little extra time and call the restaurant and find out if they deliver. Of course, they're going to do takeout and then just just order them directly from order direct from them. It's a win-win for everyone. You know, just a little bit more effort on the consumer's part.
0: It's like 30 seconds of your time to yeah. figure out the real number and call yeah. them and then actually sort things out. Plus... If you actually are a foodie of any nature, you can find out what specials they have, etc. Things you actually want to know about the restaurant. But either way, glad to support the local restaurants for sure. All right. Yeah. This episode is sponsored by Bites Kitchen. The best of times are always shared at the table. Good food, good drinks, good stories, good friends. Wish I had any of those. At Bites, they believe that good food is more than merely a part of survival, it is their passion. It has the power of transcend language, cultures, and ethnic backgrounds. Through food, they share their culture with new friends and old. They share a piece of who they are. And by coming together for meals, they trade good stories while creating new ones. At Bites, they want you to celebrate cultures from around the world. They've been inspired by Thailand, China, Japan, Korea, and more. They are also excited by the opportunity to continue creating new recipes. Food is always better when shared amongst friends, and that is how they shape their menu. With creative cocktails and a menu that is constantly evolving, a new story always awaits you at bites. Show up, I guarantee you see me sitting with my Buddha in my hand. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food.